Welcome to Beyond Beauty, the Professional Beauty Association's podcast, where we take a deeper look inside the minds and the hearts of the amazing artists in our professional beauty industry and how you're all making an impact in the lives of so many. And I am so thrilled that we have finally been able to make our schedules come together and work so that we can have Ammon Carver with us today. Thank you for being with us. And it's been a bit since we have last been together and you have some big changes in your life. And Just a couple. Is with you right now. <laughs> Congratulations on being a new dad. And I mean, if you can introduce us to your beautiful son, we would love to be able to meet him. Hey, gurgle wabashish. That is going to talk for a second. This is Zach, everybody. Um, Hi, Zach. Zach is not shy. Actually, Zach made his uh, beauty industry debut at... Um, the North American Hairdressing Awards yes. uh, this last time. We had just uh, finalized our adoption with him like a week prior. And uh, so he ran around and was like, you know, the talk of, of Naha. And uh, now he's been with us for four months and he is flourishing. He's about to start um, uh, preschool here pretty soon, right, buddy? Um, and so talk about life change and talk about perspective change. You know, um, it's really... Um, for me, helped me kind of keep in mind, you know, what is important, what is worth stressing out about, you know, and, and uh, at the end of the day, what am I doing all of this for? Um, I knew, and I don't think that that's necessarily changed. I still have a very strong purpose for why I'm in the beauty industry, but it's now funneled through a different lens. It's now funneled through a generational lens that uh, that helps me remember that the actions that I make, the choices that I choose. Um, he's going to see and and I want to be the type of father that he says my dad made either the hard decision or the right decision but um, I constantly am thinking is this going to be something that will well, that will make Zach proud when he sees it later so and he wanted so bad I said do you want to be on tv this morning he jumped <laughs> out of bed and so I don't think we're gonna, we may have a little actor on our hands one That's day. That's amazing. <laughs> and I don't know, Zach, if you could. You were just sharing with me some amazing life advice from a three-year-old. And I think we all need to hear that again if if he's willing to share with us what that advice was. Zach, can you say, what do we say if you have a bad attitude? <laughs> say, yes. try. What is it? Say it loud. Choose to be happy, right? Happy. Yeah, we always tell Zach that uh, uh, you have a choice. You know, you can be cranky or upset. Um, and in our house, you know, he's a three-year-old, so tantrums happens and stuff, and so that's okay. Um, but it just happens as adults. That, I'm just yeah, exactly. Out there. Uh, you know, we try to make sure that the energy at in our in our home is a loving and safe and happy place. Um, we can't always control. What happens at daycare or at school or any of that kind of stuff but we want to make sure that when he's home it's a place of happiness um and so if he's having a tantrum we say okay that's fine go to your room and uh you can do that there but when you're ready to choose happy then you can come be part of this and so he's learning to like take a breath and say never mind zach choose happy and uh <laughs> it kind of uh, we were talking earlier, Leslie, you know, that's like a life life lesson. If you could actually learn that early and just apply it through the rest of our lives, it would uh, make the life a lot easier for the rest of us because we can all choose happy, you know, every day. For sure. Okay, I'm going to tickle you. Hey, <laughs> I love you so much. 
You run upstairs. Thanks for being with us, Zach. Bye. Say bye. Bye. She closed the door. Oh my gosh. Bye -bye. I kind of want to interview kids for the rest of my life right now. <laughs> bye bye. Bye bye. Love you. He is my heart. He's like. Oh my gosh. So how has the, it changed? I mean, it's been four months as a dad. I mean, how has that changed? I mean, you talked a little bit about your perspective and what you're doing in the industry, but really, like, what do you see? Really, you know, Ammon is is evolving now. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's 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 putting from an industry lens perspective. It's like, uh, you know, one of the things that I find more important than ever now is. Um, you know, I've always loved mentoring. I've always loved um, entering Naha, for example, and entering competitions and, and seeing people that I get to work with do well. Um, but I think, and I hate to admit, but Leslie, you got to be real with me here. Like, I'm I'm over 40, right? <laughs> Yay, not, welcome to the club, man. <laughs> I, I'm, not, I'm not that kid that I was when I first came on that was like, oh, the new kid. And and although I, I haven't lost any of that technical skill or that creativity, there does come a time and a place, I believe, where uh, a generation needs to take the place of like a leader uh, and, and make space, make space for the next generation to come up and, and either win those awards or fight hard to win those awards, but be coached and not compete with me necessarily but but like sponge from me and allow me to say like i'm not entering but let me help you let me guide you um in the right way because i think you'll know um just as much as i will that there are hairstylists and beauty professionals because i don't want to say hairstylists beauty professionals in, in general that take this they take this seriously and they know that their impact is something that is is really really impactful if they choose to make it that way and if they choose to make this career something that can be life-changing then it will be um but if they choose to just make it something that's like fun and like yeah and it always should be fun but that it's light-hearted and it doesn't have that much meaning then it won't and so i think it's important for me now as i'm raising my kid that he sees me do hair and work that's for me that that means something you know I'm, I'm working on stories that are meaningful and that touch people's lives and that are involved with communities and um they aren't just blow dries and haircuts and you know things that are just kind of like you know fun photo shoots but there's a meaning and he may not understand them yet but as we go back he'll be able to see and understand the story and how maybe groundbreaking or how uh new or, or progressive that was for the time because if we don't start pushing it forward and setting the example for the next generation to do so then it could very well become a superficial industry again mm -hmm. what do you think like what do you see that might be missing that now that you're in this new perspective in this new part of your career that you think man maybe i could like fill that that hole that I see in the industry and want to do that. Maybe I'm hinting out, what are you, what's coming up for you? <laughs> you know what's, I'm in that place too. I, I really am. And I wish I had a solid answer for you because it's been a year of me going like, okay, where now? Like I've always, I've always had like this trajectory of like the impact that I want to make. Like since, since I met beauty press, since I met hairdressers, you know, I became, you know, obsessed with the beauty industry because one of my friends owned a beauty school 
And I had no affiliation interest in doing hair or at all, not at all. But I was in a dark place. People know my story. You know, I came out in a very, you know, conservative community. And I had a lot, I had a very hard time with self-love. And it was the people. It was the people and the heart and the spirit of, of the beauty professional to see the beauty in me and say, like, why are you looking at all that other stuff? Don't you see this? And so as I've grown in my career, that's been my purpose is to say, like, hey, if you've forgotten, all that other stuff doesn't really matter because you're working on clients every day, but you don't realize that who you are and the changes you make in them causes this, like, ripple effect of, like, positive change around your community. Um, and so where does that go right where does that you know i've started a, a you know uh i'm a co-founder for a nonprofit, which i'm very proud of i think that's one area that i'd like to continue kind of like branching out and growing into something more impactful and bigger um you know i take a few clients behind the chair but i'm not the, i'm not the stylist anymore that's you know behind the chair that's not how i earn my bread and butter although i do believe it's important to do it so that you can relate with the stylists that are doing that um so that's a long way of saying I'm figuring it out. And I think it's okay. It's an okay answer to say that, you know, I'm in this place where I'm like, what, what is next for me? Like, is, is the next thing for me to get on, I don't know, to, to get on these boards, to get on these places where I can cause in, where I can like say, Hey, this is the parts that I believe need to change and have my voice be heard mm -hmm. um, and have you know, the generation of people who have been leading, who are also looking for their next parts, it just, just needs to kind of like keep growing, right? And so I've been entertaining with that idea. I think you and I have even talked about it. You're like, Evan, so are you uh, one day thinking about coming this way? And I'm like, yeah. maybe, you know? So. No, there's, there's opportunities for you at PBA. <laughs> I'm entertaining all of that stuff because uh, I just, you know, I love doing hair and I love the, the competition and I love the artistry of it and I, that'll never go away. But I think more importantly, it's uh, being able to pass on a legacy of something that, that this industry means something and that this industry can do much more than, um, than the general population still realizes. Um, they still they still think that we're just you know kind of like a like beauticians going I'm gonna go get my hair done you know like mm -hmm. they don't they don't see the moments what we see you know those those fulfilling moments you know you had the you had mentioned once I remember in a conversation where you said you know what are the fulfilling moments that you have with uh, with beauty and for me there's there's two right there's there's when you're working behind the chair and you have that fulfilling moment where that person sees themselves differently than they did right and it, it doesn't have to be a makeover it doesn't have to be some big monster mental but all of a sudden you see them sit a little differently mm -hmm. and you see them walk a little differently and the next time they come in they're dressing a little differently and you 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 help them see a little different side of themselves that they didn't know was even there and that is like i just unlocked a part of themselves that they didn't know was beautiful. And that is like, and then fulfilling number two for me, and I have to, I'll, I'll pinpoint it. This, this last Naha, I was, I didn't win any prizes, but I was so emotional because I think that, and I don't wanna, 
misrepresent because it just felt that way. But like, I felt like almost every acceptance speech up there, somebody thanked me for mentoring them and for helping them. And I was like, this, this is that, that is the most fulfilling thing in the world to be able to feel like everybody up there that had, had won some kind of an award had said, thank you for helping me learn to thank you for pushing me to be here. And I was like, wow, that felt better than winning any trophy to me. So those are, those are those fulfilling moments that I look for now. That's awesome. Well, and I remember um, at Beacon a few years ago when we had asked you to be a part of it for our student program and wanted you to present. And afterwards, you said to me, wow, I don't know where that came from. I wasn't planning on getting so uh, raw and authentic with myself. And it just started pouring out. But the students related to like, that was like a just a pivotal turning moment for Beacon, because what we've done now is encourage all of our presenters to like, let yourself be vulnerable because of it. Um, so how do you get to that place where you can, because it's, it changed students' lives in that room who had similar stories. I, I'm so glad you, I've had so many students from that, that mm -hmm. still reach out to me um, and talk to me and they feel safe to, to DM yeah. me. Um, and to, I think that, Social media is wonderful. It's so wonderful because we get to connect and feel like we're friends with people we've never even met. And it's like, this is so <laughs> cool. We have this friendship and I don't even know you. And I'm inspired by your work, but it can also be incredibly intimidating. Incredibly like, um, you know, if you are comparing your work to other people, you just are like, I can't post that. Look at that compared to that. Mm -hmm. And so people don't share a lot because they think it that their work sucks. Mm -hmm. um, and, they, and they're not willing to just be part of, like, this is a process, this is a growth process, and, and be vulnerable enough to, like, put it out there. That's why I've always loved competitions like like Naha. It's a vulnerable feeling. Entering <laughs> for the first time is terrifying because it's the first time that you're going to say, okay, I love it, but now I'm going to put it out there and see if what I love, does the rest of the world think is ugly or do they think it's great? <laughs> you know, and so... Anytime, um, I practice this all the time, um, not ashamed to admit it, like I, I love therapy. My therapist and I are like best buddies. <laughs> I, uh, I process uh, my feelings and my emotions out loud. And so it's important for me to be able to talk to him so that I can blah, 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 and then I go, oh, now I know how I'm feeling and I don't have to hold it in. Um, and so uh, for me, like being able to be raw and be authentic and be vulnerable and not worry about like always delivering the message perfectly. People feel your intent more than they feel the actual words or the exact perfect, you know, um, articulation of what you're trying to say. You know, people learn more from your successes and the fact that, you know, there was this time where I tried this please don't try it because I burned her hair off right to the scalp and I <laughs> cried, you know, and it's, it, they'll laugh about it like that, but then also they're going to be like, nope, stop, don't, don't stop. Don't. And also if he did it and he's still there, like I, I'm okay. You know, so being, being vulnerable is, is more of a strength than people realize. They think it's like showing their, their, uh, their weak sides where I feel like it's saying like, I'm, I recognize this about myself. I don't know how many of you guys can relate, but I'm saying it because I want to recognize it. And I'm saying that I'm, and, I, and that's one of those things I'm working on. And then that way nobody can hate on you because you're like, 
I know, and I'm working on it. And so what are they going to say? Yeah, you are terrible <laughs> at styling. It's like, I know, I just said I know, that, I'm trying. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you. I'm not going to argue. <laughs> I, I, I said it first. You can't say it back. That's just mean. So. It's like Eminem and Eight Mile. Like I'll make fun of myself first. You, yeah. you don't, then you don't have anything else to say about me. Yeah. I got because I know I know all of my yeah. I yeah. Um, me, me and Eminem, we talk all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I know him for me. That's fantastic. <laughs> um, we. What is your hope for the beauty industry as we continue? I mean, it's evolved a lot probably even since you started and um, and we're around the same age. Like I've been involved since my mom was a hairstylist in the 80s um, and there's been a lot of changes, but it continues to evolve. And I'd love to see, like, what do you hope for this industry? I just, I just hope that the depth of it, I hope that the, the like the world is, without being ominous, right? The world is, it's scarier. The world is, heavier things are a little bit more serious decisions that are making are like so we have the ability to um you know be that like that hope that that part that part of us that if we can organize and we can indeed link arms and rally together and be one like as an industry that stands for something um and aren't competing against one another because we're manufacturers selling different products but we're actually a unified industry that's trying to uplift communities and help communities you know i mean there's there's so many organizations you know uh, the nonprofit that i spoke of it's called humane beauty for change i think we've talked about it before mm -hmm. um but you know you know just going into a homeless youth shelter um, every eight weeks with a team of people, you'd be surprised. You, If you ask a hairdresser if they want to go and do some kind of like help like that, you will get more hairdressers that say yes than you can take with you. Mm -hmm. I, I have found that every, I've always had to say, sorry, roster's full every time. Because <laughs> they're just, look, they love, they want to be able to do that. They just need somebody to help them, which says to me, the hunger to help is still there. That's why people still become hairdressers. Um, but when you go into some place like that, and you know, oftentimes the kids in these in these uh, you know homeless youth shelters, they're there because of sex trafficking or because they had gendered identity you know issues at home and their families didn't accept them, and nobody ever taught them ever to look in the mirror or to see any kind of beauty. And most of them come in and they sit down and they will not look in the mirror they will barely talk to you and the slightest change will will like it will make your heart just melt when you see a person look and just see themselves as a person i don't know who they see i don't know what they see but they see a person and you know that they walk out that door and they're willing to be a person whatever that person is because of a haircut and then you're like, if you're still here, still here in eight weeks, let's try something new. And then, you know, I don't know if they become a barber. I don't know. I don't care what, but I want the, the, for them to look in the mirror and be able to say, like, I had a crappy first, you know, a, a, a crappy deal in life. But look at me. Like, I can still be somebody. And a little bit of that, a little bit of that with a lot of us all around the country does a lot a positive like people looking at themselves going like hey like 
I can be a good person. Hey, I can make a different different decision. And that's what I mean by like profound. What we do can be meaningful or it can be superficial. You know what I mean? And so if you can help somebody see something in themselves and it doesn't have to be some, you know, motivational speech. I barely spoke to the guy. You know, I just, you know, did his hair and stood up and I go, that looks so good, dude. And that's all I said. And he just looked in the mirror. He, he was stoic, but he actually looked in the mirror and was like, he kind of nodded and he walked away. But I was like, because he, he wouldn't even look up before. And the, the lady that was there, she was like, that kid has never looked at himself in the mirror since he got here for two months. Wow. And so it's things like that. That's a, that's a small example of how we can get out there. Um, I, what we ended up doing was going to like a shelter um, and leaving the salon for like the guests. Um, but salon owners, stylists, suite owners, like don't sip out. Like it's money is money, but also carving some time, a little bit of time, one day a week, you know, or, or something where you can find an organization where a couple hours you can go there. That's not about you. It's not about you, but it's about giving back and it's about using what you have with your hands and with your hearts to make a difference in the community around you. And if we all did just a little bit of that, then what the, this whole country and what this whole world would realize is that uh, the beauty industry has a lot more power than they realize. That's it. Like I, I let John. <laughs> I also believe, and I want, I would love to hear your thoughts on it because this is one of the few professions where you lay hands on people, where mm -hmm. you, the physical touch, I really believe because I am an esthetician and just that act of a facial massage or applying make like touching people it's um, other ways too like it's very different than yeah than, than and it, it makes it kind of it makes me a little bit emotional um just because i uh, so recently i started to practice what i preach a little bit and i uh i found an organization for uh this group of people who have had brain trauma mm -hmm. and they are um they need help keeping their houses maintained because their their brain trauma isn't, you know, they can't do landscaping, you do some things. And so, you know, a couple of days a week, I go up and I'll just kind of like help them out and see what they need and stuff. And this guy named Bo, he was like telling me a story and he said, um, I've never let anybody touch this, but I want you to to see what this feels like. And he took my hand and he put my hand on his head where his skull had been mm -hmm. crushed in. And of course I, I controlled my reaction. I was like, wow, wow. And he goes, and he kind of got like, he goes, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, are you okay? And he was like, I've never, I've never let anybody touch that before other than the doctors. And I was like, do, do you want me to touch it again? And like, I was like, I was just like, it's okay. Like, did it hurt? And he goes, no, it, it felt, it felt really good to like have somebody like touch it. I said, yeah, I said, and I, well, you know, I'm a hairdresser. And so then I, <laughs> I made it less about like dissecting his, yeah. and I was like looking at his hair and he just got emotional with me and he goes, you are 
he, you know, and this is not to say me, but he was just like, you're a special guy. He's like, people come into this house and they look around and they get scared. I know that I live in a way that's like kind of gross to people. He's like, you didn't make me feel like I was embarrassing. I'm like, who am I? I go, whatever I can do to help. If you want a head rub, I'll give you a head rub. <laughs> started laughing. You start cutting hair. And <laughs> but it just, to me, like, we forget how we, we take for granted how few people actually don't if they if they live lives alone if they don't have families if they don't have somebody nobody touches them yeah the the power of actual physical touch from somebody else just giving you a hug just like giving your shoulder a rub when you're emotional like that's that's transformative somebody to like comfort you and uh so you're right, like the, the ability to actually have somebody like trust, like my massage therapist, when I'm laying down, he goes, you know, I open up my chest and he just, this is the most vulnerable position. He's just working like my chest muscles and I, I started crying. He's like, I'm like, why am I crying? He goes, that's the most vulnerable place. You are just like opening yourself up to like, please like heal me or whatever. And, um, I think that we take for granted that we hold emotion in our body, we hold memories in our body, all that kind of stuff. And we have the ability to kind of help heal and help bring those to surface in, not a therapist type of way, but in a way that's like a release, a release or a way of just saying like, hey, it's okay, I'm a touchable person. I'm a touchable, likable, lovable person. All right, final question. Well, it might be final, and then who knows? I might something else might spark. I'm here. I'll, I'll be talk all day. This this could be final. Um, what is your next adventure? I know you said you're start, you know figuring things out, but yeah. is there anything kind of percolating that you can share with us? I know some people said, well, I can't quite share yet, but <laughs> truly, I'm I'm at this place where I'm just like sky is. I have a blue sky sky horizon. I am. Uh, yeah, I, I have I have Zach. Um, so that's got me kind of like I you know, my eyes are there, you know, I have everything. It's it was like one day I woke up and I was like all the things that you put on like your dream list, I was like, Oh, oh shit, I need to make a new one. <laughs> that was like that's not a bad thing. Let's right. put a new one together. Um and so I don't know. I don't know. I do know that um I uh I'm not going anywhere. I definitely am going to be around in this beauty industry. I, I will tell you, this is the first time, and Leslie, you asked me once, and, and it is, it has been in my head since then. And I'm like, when, I don't know, I don't know when, but when is the time where I go from entering and mm -hmm. being the Naha guy every year to being the guy who's like, okay, now, Mentoring. now, I make space for those people to do that and I mentor and I help make sure that the rules or the fine to whatever part more mm -hmm. part of that I can play. Um, it's a hard one for me because that's it is I, hard. I, I get love it. doing yeah. it. I love doing it and maybe I'll still do it and I'll just do it for me. Um, so I think this year right now I'm in a place where I'm going to shoot okay. whether I enter it or not will be determined not based on the quality of the collection but dependent on, upon whether or not i feel like that's the the way my life should be going and i will keep you posted um because i feel like uh i feel like the universe is kind of pulling me like new chapters 
things yeah. things move in new chapters and this is very significant like new chapter i live in i live in utah you know i'm not i'm not in the epicenter of manhattan anymore you know uh, my photo shoots are happening often but not as often um i do content in my basement which is fun but it's not as like you know it's not like the studio thing um but i still have the ability to uh to to spread the message and to be able to sit with experience and the knowledge of 20 some plus years of uh of we doing. always say that like it's a bad thing but you know no, what? I know, I'm experience proud. is a good thing because i do the same thing i'm like oh my gosh but you know what darn it that means we have like experience know, and knowledge and <laughs> No, I know, and I'm I'm no proud way. of it, you know. And I wouldn't trade a bit of it. I have had I have had such a great ride. What a great industry, you know what I mean? I tell, I tell my friends who are non, they're not in the industry, and they're like, "What do you do?" And I'm like, "I'm a hairstylist." And my husband's like, "Oh, come on!" He's like, <laughs> he's like, "Tell them." I'm like, "What do you want me to do?" I'm like, "I don't know how to tell them." Like, or like all this stuff. So, but I have, I've had, I've you know, I've been fortunate enough to work hard and be in the right places and uh you know if there's any advice that i can leave um because i know you always ask that too i always um, ask that too for for any of the you guys and i think i have vulnerable vulnerably said it um at beacon that day is um you know put yourself out there do not be afraid do not be afraid of of rejection do not be afraid of somebody saying no or somebody saying you need to look work a little harder but um be willing to take the elevator or to take the stairs and not the elevator. Mm -hmm. um, social media feels like a fast track to stardom and it's a great way to get your name visible. But if you don't have the foundation underneath it to fall behind it and the credentials and all of that, then uh, you're just a, a number of followers uh, without a whole lot of like meat and potatoes underneath it. Um, and I've seen that happen in a few ways and I'm, and I'm really, really grateful that I grew up, uh, blood, sweat and tears, uphill, snow, both ways, whatever they call it. <laughs> um, but before, you know, before social media became a thing, because that's how you had to get your name recognized. You had to work and mentor and assist for, for hairdressers that had made, that paid their dues also. And they're like, you want to, you want to do this? carry my bags for this season and i'm like okay here i go so um you know anybody if and i i'm open for it if anybody wants to come and shadow me and work with me i would be glad to i love to share i believe wholeheartedly that um holding secrets or holding techniques that are mine is just is just stupid like if i learn something i want to share it and i want you to take it and then i want you to make it yours and that's how we progress and we take things that are cool and we don't replicate them, but we evolve them. Um, and so my advice to you short and sweet is do the work. Don't try to take the shortcut. Don't try to ask, please don't DM me one more time and ask me how you can have a position like mine without all the work that I did. It's not a nice question to ask. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't make me want to help you. Um, but if you do, if you're willing to do the work, it, it can be a career that is so, like, it's just fulfilling me on belief. It has filled my heart and my life and my family sees it. And even my little boy at three who doesn't really understand why I have doll heads all over the place. It's just like, <laughs> he can just tell I'm filled with joy with what I do. So, and that to me is the most important thing. 
Oh, I love it. Thank you so much for making the time for us and sharing. And I feel super inspired. I feel like my day is off to an amazing start because she was happy. Yes, I'm choosing happy today, darn it. <laughs> Thank you again. We really appreciate it and can't wait to see you soon at Naha. Thanks, Leslie. See you soon. Yeah, bye. Bye.